0: Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Wednesday, August 10th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. One of the longest-serving superintendents in St. Louis Public Schools history is stepping down. Calvin Adams says the next leader will be dealing with some vital issues.
1: There's some real challenges around supporting kids in this community in terms of the social systems that need to be there to support them.
0: Adams talks with St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke about his decision in just a few minutes. Missouri voters will decide in November whether to legalize recreational marijuana. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports, the Secretary of State has certified a petition to get the issue on the ballot. Jay Ashcroft issued two rulings on proposed initiative petitions. While one addressing ranked choice voting did not earn enough signatures, the other, which seeks to legalize recreational use of marijuana, did. That means that voters in November will ultimately decide if recreational marijuana usage is legal in Missouri. Representative Ron Hicks, who has attempted to pass legislation legalizing the use of marijuana in the state, is not in favor of the petition. He says by passing it through a constitutional amendment, any problems that arise will be more difficult to address than if it was passed by the legislature.
1: As it sits right now, the IP passes. You get what you get. You cannot change it unless you go through an initiative petition process again.
0: The initiative will appear as Amendment 3 on the ballot. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. Three St. Louis police groups are suing the city over its new civilian oversight board. The measure gives the nine-member panel authority over police discipline and the power to issue subpoenas. The unions representing officers and sergeants in the police department, as well as the Ethical Society of Police, are asking a judge to stop enforcement of the law. They say it conflicts with state laws governing police discipline and civilian oversight boards. Mayor Tashara Jones calls the board critical to boosting accountability, which allows residents to trust the police department. One of three former St. Louis aldermen facing federal corruption charges will plead guilty later this month. A federal judge has scheduled an August 23rd change-of-plea hearing for John Collins Mohammed. His attorneys indicated in July that a deal had been reached. Collins Mohammed, Jeffrey Boyd, and former board president Lewis Reed are accused of accepting cars, cash, and other gifts in exchange for helping a developer receive incentives. Reed and Boyd say they do not plan to file any motions ahead of trial. They have not yet stated whether they plan to change their not-guilty pleas. The last grocery store in Muscoota, Illinois, will stay open and remain in the family that owns it. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports Tom's Supermarket in the St. Clair County community, though, is getting a new name. Locals in the Metro East suburb were worried when the owners of Tom's Supermarket filed for bankruptcy late last year. The brothers who owned the store had been in the local grocery business for three generations and had operated the supermarket company since 1996. A judge's order has allowed the brother's nephew, Craig Norenburns, and his wife, Lauren, to buy the location. It will be rebranded as Betty Ann Market. Norenburns says he's planning to renovate, expand, and revamp the location near Illinois Route 4. We've got some stuff that'll be happening within the market that uh, you won't really see in any other store, kind of in the metro St. Louis area. Norenburns says he plans to keep the store open during renovations, which include a potential juice bar and integrating tech into the business. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. FEMA workers today will start going through neighborhoods in the region affected by last month's flash floods. Disaster service assistance crews will be in St. Louis, St. Louis County, and St. Charles County. All those communities are federal disaster areas. Workers will help affected residents apply for FEMA's help with needs like fixing damaged homes and paying for temporary places to live. They will also link people to additional community resources. st louis public schools superintendent kelvin adams is stepping down after leading the district for 14 years the district had six different superintendents in six years before adams took over st louis public radio's kate grumke spoke with adams about his time as one of the longest serving superintendents in the district's history
1: people would think that I'm most part of uh, getting to full accreditation but that's not really it. I think what we have done is tried to put our organization in place that can sustain itself beyond the superintendent or the board changes and there's some structures in place and there's some strong leaders in place and systems and programs that I hope will continue because I think that's really what this is all about.
0: And what were your biggest challenges in this role?
1: Well I think the biggest challenge was unbelief, the belief that this could not be done, that we could not work together, that there was going to be infighting and all of those kinds of things. I think um, The Special Reporting Board came aboard and there were a lot of questions about their commitment to the district. Uh, So there were a lot of persons who didn't believe that a traditional school district could, could move in the right direction.
0: What about some of the specific things that happened in your tenure, like for example having to close school buildings, would you include that in your kind of lows in the time in your job?
1: I think it's always difficult to talk to a community about making changes and buildings are like a real person for communities. And so, quite frankly, uh, we closed about 20 schools. So that means 20 deaths occurred um, in terms of closing buildings. Um, That was a real challenge, Um, but it was a challenge that needed to be met because we were losing population and we needed to address that. One of the other big things that's, that that talks to death as well, there have been over 150 students who have lost their lives who were in part of the St. Louis Public School District. So violence in this city is real and impacts us in a very real way and the communities that we support. So I think the, the, the death of buildings and the death of people um, are, are, to me, um, not equal, obviously, but both impactful in a way that how it impacts us. Uh, in this community and so I think those are two big big challenges I think that uh, I think we still grapple with in some way shape or form.
0: And in that time the city also lost pretty big population and at the same time enrollment declined. What do you think is going to need to change to reverse that trend?
1: That is really the the best question to ask because um, I think that the um, There is an opportunity to try to galvanize dollars in a way that can best support this community. I think this current administration is working to try to do that. Uh, I am hopeful that there can be some unique partnerships to leverage dollars in a different kind of way, but I think it really starts with adults. This is not a kid problem, this is an adult problem that really has to be addressed, and we have to learn how to work closely together to provide the safety net that our kids need. And so if you ask me as an exiting superintendent, I think the word partnership is critical.
0: Is there anything on your list that you were hoping to get done when you took this position that is unfinished that you still wish you could have gotten to?
1: I'm still challenged by the academic needs that still exist. I I regret that we were not able to move the needle more on the academic side. I make no excuses about that, but there's some real challenges around supporting kids in this community in terms of the, the social social systems that need to be there to support them. And so um, I probably would have looked at that a little bit different uh, when I arrived. Uh, hindsight is 2020, uh, 20 and you can look back and say, I wish I did this, I wish I had done that, but I think that uh, that would be one of the things that I wish that we had um, been able to solve more of the academic needs of students uh, in, in a better way.
0: What are you looking forward to after you retire?
1: I think the word retire is a misnomer in a lot of different ways, and so I don't see myself retiring, quite frankly. I'm going to take some time, obviously, uh, to pause and take a break, but I can easily see myself back doing some work again uh, to support this community, and uh, I don't know what that is right now. I'm not looking to do anything, so I'm not, advertising for a job in any way, shape, or form. But I do think that um, in a word, I'll I'll just take a pause and do some reflection. Uh, Some of my colleagues who retired said don't do anything for a year. I don't know that I can sit still for a year, but I definitely know that I can sit still for a period of time to reflect, process, and then think about what the next challenge might be.
0: That was St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke talking with outgoing St. Louis Public Schools Superintendent Calvin Adams. Amy Mayer edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great day.